Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. <laughs> I'm back at it again, man. Listen, there is so much to discuss. So many things have gone on, okay? The New York Jets, of course, have completed the NFL draft. The NFL draft has concluded. And we've got to discuss some of the picks that they've made, all right? You know, we've made some interesting things here. We've made some additions. We've also signed Billy Turner as well, offensive lineman, to continue to bulk up the Jets' offensive line. That's interesting, all right? We've also declined Makai Becton's fifth-year option. Woo! So we have quite a bit to talk about. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with the folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy is also on iTunes as well, okay? Go on over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, okay? Go on over there and do that, all right? And subscribe to the podcast on there. And when you do that, please give your boy a feedback. You know what I'm saying? Give me a five-star rating, leave me some feedback, and let me know what you folks think, okay? I enjoy people that have done that. I want to thank everyone that does that. Really, you know, warms my heart, okay? Your boy's also on Twitter as well, at The Long Beach Joe Show, at The Long Beach Joe Show on Twitter, all right? Type in at The Long Beach Joe, and uh, I'll come right up. Go ahead and follow me, follow you right back. Let's go back and forth and have a lot of fun. And for those of you that don't know as well, salutes to the Savage Boycott in the chat. Says, love the draft show you had. Thank you. Salutes to you. For those of y'all that don't know, your boy goes live, okay? When we do these shows, we also do them live as well on YouTube, come on over and check out the YouTube channel, all right? The YouTube channel is Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Come on over, subscribe to the YouTube, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, give the video a thumbs up. Get a stream a thumbs up as well for those of you that watch. A lot of people don't know that, you know? They, they catch it, and they be like, whoa, Joe, you're looking good, man. You're handsome. You know what I'm saying? Your hairline's always nice. You're looking good. I'll be like, hey, man, listen, I'm not, I'm not cocky. I'm not arrogant. I'm just a guy working with what I got. You know what I'm saying? So salutes to all the savages in the chat as well. Dakota J, good to see you in here. Boycott, good to see you in here as well. All the other savages going off, okay? Everybody wonders why I call my chat the savages, man. And I'll tell you right now, it's because they are savage. <laughs> And they don't care. They get after everybody. Everybody. Everybody gets it, okay? Even me. They don't like your takes. They're going to let you know about it, and you're going to hear it, all right, firsthand. So I call my chat the savages, man. They don't care. So salute to everybody watching. Salute to everybody listening as well. Also, Blog Talk Radio. Salute to y'all as well. For those of you that don't know, I'm also on Blog Talk Radio as well. Blog Talk Radio, backslash Long Beach Joe Show. Get involved. Salutes to all the callers as well. We'll be taking live callers, 845. I'll come to you in a second. I know the lines are going to get hot, so everybody be patient. 
going to quickly go through the events that have transpired with the New York Jets, okay? First, we're going to discuss this Jets draft really quickly. Uh, the Jets made some picks, made some quite a selections, and some of these selections, some of these picks really uh, caused an uproar, all right? The first pick the New York Jets made in the first round at 15 uh, was Will McDonald, pass rusher, edge from Iowa State. I thought that this was a solid move by the Jets. I did. I thought it was a solid pick. Again, he wasn't a guy that a lot of people expected. Uh, he wasn't a name that was often tied to the New York Jets pre-draft. But guess what? Here it is, and we got him, right? Of course, the New York Jets came into this draft with a need at offensive line, mainly tackle, right? A lot of people was looking at tackle. A lot of people thought center as well, but we said, hey, we'll get centers in the later rounds. But uh, we ended up with Will McDonald in the first round at 15, and I like the move. Again, when you look at the board, the way the board played out for the New York Jets, tackles were gone. We know that Paris Johnson was gone. Uh, Darnell Wright was gone to the Bears. That really screwed up everything with the Jets as well because I think that he might have been the fallback plan, but he was gone at 10 to the Bears. We saw Saronsky as well go to the Titans. Then we saw Broderick Jones get snatched right from our grasp. I'm talking right there. He was right there for us, okay? He was down to 14, and as the Patriots always do, they found a way to screw us. They traded out of their pick with the Pittsburgh Steelers and handed the Pittsburgh Steelers the offensive lineman, the tackle that I wanted to see the Jets take. They handed them Broderick Jones. Man, screw the Patriots. Flush them, man. Flush them. I can't stand the Patriots. Cannot stand them. They had to screw us over one more time, didn't they? And they even discounted the pick because they only got a fourth rounder back and they could have got a third. I mean, come on. Hey, come on, man. You know? Come on. Always so petty. So the Steelers ended up with Broderick Jones. And, of course, everybody was thinking – a lot of different things. Uh, you know, JSN, Jackson Smith was on the board. A lot of people thought we were going to grab him. And when the name Will McDonald came about, people just went crazy, all right? There was a lot of savages in the chat that didn't like it, a lot of people across social media that didn't like it, didn't like the pick. But I thought it was all right. And I thought it was all right because, again, when you look at how the board fell, I thought the Jets made sure that they shored up something that could really help the New York Jets defense become even better than what it already is. Right, And when you look around the NFL, okay, as of right now, this, this Super Bowl, right, or if you even look at where we want to compete to be in a Super Bowl, the AFC is lined with quarterbacks that can get after it. Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, who just signed a big contract as well, right, Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, the list goes on and on, okay, of guys that you have to make sure – you take care of, because if you don't, they'll destroy you. And what the New York Jets have done is they've added edge rush, and in this league, if you want to be, become one of those teams and you want to beat one of those quarterbacks, you can never have enough edge rush. You look at what the Bills did this past season to put themselves in a space to be a real contender, they added Von Miller, right? This Bills defense was already good. They were already contending. They already had the weapons. They, but they said, you know what? We've got to deal with this guy in Kansas City constantly. 
we've got to make sure that we take care of this guy. We've got to find some more people to gang up, chase this guy down, and put him away. And they added pass rush. You can never have too much edge rush in a passing league. So I like the picks. I like what we did here. And, again, if you look at Will McDonald, he's a long-arm pass rusher. He's explosive. Great bend around the edge as well. He's going to chase a lot of people down, man. He's going to chase a lot of people down, and he can play with his standing up or with his hand in the dirt. And when you look at his production in college, it's phenomenal. 34 sacks, 40.5 tackles for loss, 10 forced fumbles. This kid gets after it, man. I like the pick. I like what we did there. Again, I know he wasn't linked to the Jets a lot. Uh, wasn't necessarily what everybody wanted. But, uh, you know, I like the moves there. We're going to be talking about him tonight. The Jets also selected Joe Tipman in the second round. I thought that was a smooth move, too. Big guy, physical center. He's one of the top centers. You know, I do like John Michael Smith, but we ended up with him. I thought it was a great move still, right? 6'6", 313. He's a monster. He's athletic. He pulls very well as an offensive lineman, so he can move. You know, and he really fits what we do. And we'll see. There's a lot of people talking about him possibly taking the starting uh, center position as well, you know, bumping uh, Connor McGovern out of there and possibly making him a backup. So we'll see if Joe Tittman is going to be a guy uh, is going to end up being a starter. But even if he doesn't, I'm not going to kill him at all. He's a rookie. We'll see what happens going on down the road. But I really like the selection of Joe Tittman in the second. In the fourth round, we ended up with Warren Carter as well out of pit. I like this move as well. He's a guy that, you know, the big guy, long arms. Again, we traded down about eight spots and got two picks back. You'd guess. <laughs> you wouldn't guess who we traded with. It was the Patriots, which is crazy, right? Now, he does need to refine some technique, and he did have – a meniscus injury that cost him nine games this past season. So I like that move as well. He's a guy that we're going to be talking about a little bit tonight too as well as a shakeup at that tackle position. We also drafted Israel Abanakanda as well in the fifth round, running back out of pit. This guy's a home run hitter. He's a home run hitter. Boy, oh, boy, great speed on him. He's a good back, man. He can run through tackles. He's a good pass catcher as well. He's got good hands coming out of the backfield. He does need to clean up his route tree a little bit, all right? We're going to be honest about that. But, listen, everybody in the draft needs to clean things up. Salute to Captain K. I see you, all right? Now, uh, I like what he's bringing to the table as well. He's a guy that can push to make a big-time impact as well in this upcoming season, especially with us getting rid of Ty Johnson. We've moved on from him and released him. Brees Hall is coming back. We'll see if he's going to be able to play week one. There's a lot of talk about him possibly being out there week one, saying that he's ahead of schedule you know, with his recovery from that, that uh, knee injury that he had last season. But he's a guy, you know, Izzy could be in the mix, man. Him, Bam Knight, Michael Carter, and Brees Hall, boy, oh, boy. Better look out. We also got Zaire Barnes, round five as well, linebacker out of Western Michigan. He's a guy that's got some good speed on him, fits the scheme. I like what he brings to the table. Round six, we got Jarek Warren Bernard. Excuse me, Jarek Bernard Converse. DB from LSU. This guy has a lot of versatility. A lot of versatility, man. Guy that played safety at Oklahoma State. Then he moved to corner and then transferred to, to uh, LSU. So he's a guy that can be moved around within the secondary, man. We all know that Robert Sello likes to do that. Have guys that are all over the place. Hybrid guys that can just be in all spots. It's going to be very interesting to see how he's utilized as well within the secondary. And one of the more interesting picks, Zach Kuntz in the seventh round, tight end out of ODU. Man, let me tell you something. This guy has got to work on some stuff, being completely honest here, transparent. But his size and speed is something, man, 
You can't teach 6'7", and that's what he is. 6'7", he ran a 4-5-40. He's got to clean up his route running. He also had a knee injury last season. But, again, the knee looks good to go. It's 100% healthy. Let me tell you something. If the New York Jets can get this guy, coach him up, and we have some great coaches here. We all know Ron Middleton, all these guys, right? If they can coach him up, he can be a supreme weapon. You can teach a lot of things, a lot of things, but you cannot teach 6'7". And the New York Jets tight end, we all know, it's packed right now. C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, you know, Jeremy Ruckert, who we drafted recently. He was deactivated most of last season, right? But uh, Coons can be something, I'm telling you, that if we add to this football team, if we can get him rolling, he's a guy I don't think he'll – maybe he'll come into camp and shake things up. I don't know, right? But I'm looking at him as a guy that has quite a bit to work on. If the Jets can find a way to stash this guy on the practice squad and keep working with him, he's a guy that can turn into a real, real weapon here in the NFL. His measurables are off the charts, all right? So we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the draft. I'm going to get more if you guys take. I know the draft upset a lot of people. (laughs) Draft grades for the New York Jets are all over the place. Some people think the draft we had is horrible. Some people think the draft we had is solid, all right? Also, the New York Jets have signed Billy Turner as well. Billy Turner, uh, offensive lineman to a one-year deal, $0.15 million deal. The thing about him as well, he's versatile. He can play tackle and guard. Turner played eight games with the Broncos last season, had seven starts under your boy, our offensive coordinator, yours truly, Nathaniel Hackett. Okay? Keep in mind, before he was with the Broncos last season, he was with the Packers for three seasons with Nathaniel Hackett as well, and Aaron Rodgers. You guessed it. You guessed it. All right? So he has some, you know, familiarity with this offensive system, how things work and how it runs here. Now, I think he's going to be a great depth piece. The Jets' offensive line, as we all know, was riddled with injuries last season. And so the New York Jets gets to continue to add depth because you never know what can happen. We saw guys have to step in last season. So I like this move. I like what he brings to the table. Again, a guy that's familiar with the scheme. And he can play tackle and guard, all right? So, speaking of tackles, <laughs> speaking of tackles, your boy Makai Becton, big news today. Again, we're taking calls, 515-602-9639. We'll get to the callers in a second. I see you, 845-813, new callers as well. Be patient. Listen, Makai Becton had his fifth-year option declined today. Makai Becton's fifth-year option was declined. Wow, right? little shocked, not super shocked, but just a little shocked here, okay? Just a little shocked. We know that Beckton has been working himself to get back. He has that knee injury. But so far, he's been looking phenomenal, okay? He's been looking phenomenal. Looking great in the offseason, lost weight. You know, things have been looking solid. But the Jets have decided, hey, we're going to put, put you to the test and see what happens, right? So he's going to be in basically like a prove-it year here. Now, if the Jets had signed that fifth-year option, that would have kept him here through the 2004 season and would have guaranteed him $13.5 million for that season. Now it puts him in a situation where, you know, the New York Jets are going to see what he's got for the year, and then they'll have to make a decision, right? Now keep in mind, when Makai Becton is healthy, when he's fully healthy, Makai Becton is unbelievable, right? I'm talking all pro, all pro tackle unbelievable. I'm talking one of the top tackles in the year, one of the top tackles in the league, unbelievable like real talk he's that good all right 
even when he was healthy his rookie season, and this is just me saying a lot of people go, well, Joe, you're a homer. I'm not. You had analysts. You had guys like Damian Woody, guys that have been in this league, that when they saw him play that rookie year, they said, yeah, he's one of those guys, right? The stuff in pass rushers, Chubb, Bosa, all those guys. He made them look normal. Made them look normal, like just regular guys. He's putting hands on people, okay? Now here's the deal. If Mekhi Beck can come back and he balls out, it's going to put the Jets in a tough situation. Because if they franchise him, all right, it's going to be quite a bit of money. Now, this year's franchise tag for offensive line was $18.24 million. It's going to go up next season. That clearly is more than the fifth-year option. If they try to re-sign him, when you look at this market, the market for tackles that could play on the level that Mekhi Beckton can play on, whoa, unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. I just watched Tunzel, right, ink a three-year deal for $75 million, $25 million per Whoa. You also got Quentin Williams who's trying to figure his deal out. Boy, let me tell you something. If Makai Beckman plays on the level that we all know that he could play on, man, the Jets are going to be in a very precarious situation. And keep in mind that the market, oh, the market is going to be, sky's the limit going to be for him. Sky's going to be the limit for, for uh, Makai Beckman. Trust. If Makai Beckman plays, out of this world or plays very solid this upcoming season and shows that he could stay healthy, he's going to have teams knocking on his door left and right. we got to figure things out. Also, if the Jets let Makai walk, <laughs> the situation at tackle is very uh, uncertain. Dwayne Brown's 37. He ain't going to be here for forever, right? He's also coming back from an injury-riddled season. Then you look at the other sides, right? you got to figure out Max Mitchell. Can he play, Right. He's just coming back from knee injury as well. We'll see what he gave us. Also, he had blood clots that ended his season on IR, right? After that, it's a lot of big questions, a lot of big questions. I would say we don't have anybody outside of Dwayne Brown that can really play left tackle at this point, right? We'll see what Billy Turner gives us this year. We'll see what Warren as well gives us this season. Maybe he's a guy that can step in after his rookie season. Who knows? But there's a lot of questions with the New York Jets, especially declining that fifth-year option. I'm not bashing the Jets for it. Everyone knows I love Makai Beckton, but I do understand. Two years, he's dealt with knee injury and hasn't played. All right? But keep in mind, that knee injury came from Greg Van Roten being thrown into the back of him. He didn't get that knee injury just whistling Dixie, walking down the street, and boom, his knee just blew apart. That's not what happened. (laughs) Okay? But I'm telling you, he looks in great shape, and he's in great mental space as well. He's talked about that. And I think Makai Beckton is going to destroy the NFL this upcoming season. He's motivated to the gills, all right? So we're going to get to the lines again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. For my new callers, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Also, when you call in, please make sure your phone is good to go, okay? Don't call me from a crazy phone where I can't hear you, some Sesame Street phone that you found in a Home Depot dumpster. Please, I want to be able to hear you. Also, make sure your background is clear of noise, okay? I want to be able to hear you and the brilliance that you're going to bring to this platform. I know you have some great takes, and I want to hear it. Also, there's no cursing on my show as well, all right? Don't curse on my show. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we declined Makai Beckman's fifth-year option. That was fast. (laughs) Was that too soon? Was that too soon? I think the I think the savage is going to tell me that's too soon. I thought it was funny. 
right? Maybe it's too soon. Everyone knows I love Makai. All right. Also, salutes to boycott Activision with a big, 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 big donation. I said salutes to boycott with a big, 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 big donation. Boycott says, can we get a fund started to wash Bill Belichick's sweater? <laughs> oh, man. Crusty old Patriots flushed once again. Can't stand him, man. I can't stand those guys. He can wear that crusty old sweater. So we're going to get to the lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Please give the show a thumbs up as well. Wherever you're watching me from, subscribe if you have not subscribed. And hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. First caller I'm going to, I'm coming directly to Mike. Mike, I'm coming to you. Ted, three, four, seven, hold on. Other new callers will hold on. We're getting to everybody. we got to go to Mike first, all right? Mike, salute. I want to thank you. How are you? I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Mike, we're talking draft tonight, man. We're talking draft. We're talking things that have been moving and shaking. What were your thoughts about the New York Jets selecting Will McDonald in the first round, and do you think it was a reach? Um, I did initially um, until I read up more about him. Um, I kind of like it because really what this is going to do, it's going to help help, – you know, bolster the defense a little bit more. Like you mentioned, uh, there's a number of quarterbacks we've got to deal with and, and get through. Um, so that's going to – it's going to bolster the defense a little bit more. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, last week when we talked, I, I, I think it's going to put more pressure on on uh, Sala, right, for situational mm-hmm. clock management football, um, right? And I think that mm-hmm. really um, if you've got to look at everything, all right, we got Aaron Rodgers home run, we got the uh, – we got the offensive lineman that they signed. For me in, in the draft was Tittman. He was the guy that I wanted, mm. uh, the center, which we got. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you can go back and forth. We missed on a tackle. But I think Joe Douglas, in retrospect, had a couple of tricks up his sleeve. Um, so, really, the big concern that I have um, now and, – and, by the way, you hit on another point. They, you know, they mm-hmm. signed some undrafted free agents uh, uh, and some other folks. Looks like they're really bolstering – um, you know, the tight end position. Looks like they're going to be mm-hmm. very heavy there and either cut a couple of people or use them for special teams. Uh, but the same point, you know, as, as last week, special teams is what is what uh, is what's, you know, concerning me. But I guess through all the undrafted free agents and, you know, the running back pickup and stuff like that, some of those guys, it's going to be about depth and filtered down to, you know, special teams and stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. happy with it. I think you got to look at everything, you know, from, from Rogers on down. I think you have to look at it, at, at, at it, at it collectively. And in terms of uh, Makai Becton, listen, I love the guy. Um, but however, he did have two years where he didn't play, whether it was his fault or not on the injury, whether it was a free, free mm-hmm. accident or not. I, I think that comes into play. And if it comes to the point where he earns the contract, well then, you know, We'll be in a good situation to have to worry about that. I mean, it'll be it'll be put some extra stress on uh, Joe Douglas, you know, and, and, yeah. and some of his uh, some of his team. But you know, it's it that's a better problem to have than what we had last year with, you know, just getting devastated, you know, in the offensive line. So uh, I I think that you can't have enough offensive linemen 
Um, I think mm-hmm. if you look at everything from Rodgers to the offensive lineman, uh, his name escapes escapes me that that, that they signed uh, yesterday. I think it's Billy, I think it's, uh, Billy they're Turner. In good shape. Yeah, yeah, I think they're in really good Billy shape. Um, I like mm-hmm. the depth that they got from the guy in uh, in, in Pittsburgh, the guy with the meniscus, you know, and hopefully he'll mm-hmm. be come back, you know, uh, healthy. And sometimes you got to, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to take a risk on on some of that stuff, and you know. So here we go. So ultimately, what we're pointing to in my mind is that it's going to be a lot more depth on the team. They got a new offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, or they got a Hall of Fame quarterback. And Salah, man, the pressure is going to be on you. Can you, you know, can you make, you know, game clock, you know, decisions uh, and, and, and situational football? I mean, it's really going to be amped yeah, up on you know, him, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, Mike, it's, it's great that you and you did you brought up a great point. You know, Salah is definitely going to be, you know, definitely getting looked at because this team is has some weapons on it now. We and we got the quarterback right, but I think when I right. look at the selection of Will McDonald, to me, right, it makes sense in my mind because when you look at the New York Jets offense this year. We should have been up in a lot of games, a lot of games. One of the, the biggest issues with the New York Jets offense this season was lack of, you know, solid quarterback play, continuous solid quarterback play. Zach Wilson destroyed us this season. He was horrific. And we know I love Zach, but he hasn't shown himself to be the guy yet, right? When you look at these games against the Patriots, when you look at multiple games throughout this season, the New York Jets easily should have been up by two, maybe three touchdowns, easily, Right. Look at the Jets. Let's go back and look at that Vikings game, right? Mike White was starting that game. We went to the red zone six times in that game against the Vikings. Six! And we only came away with one score out of the six times that we went there. We left 35 points on the field. If you have Aaron Rodgers last season, for sure we leave. We we score way more than just once in the red zone with Aaron Rodgers there at quarterback, right? So when you look at this situation, what what I'm thinking is, another reason why I think Will McDonald was the pick was because they expect to be playing with the lead most of this season with the quarterback situation finally solved. But my goodness, we have the offensive rookie of the year. <laughs> like we have the offensive yeah. rookie of the year with, with about up about as up and down quarterback play as you could possibly get, right? And we still right. won seven games with basically no quarterback and a banged up Mike White the rest of the season, which really derailed our season and jacked it up. We could have still gone to the playoff games with six games left if we would have just won one and three of those games we didn't even score a touchdown. So when you look at right. that, I think that they're thinking, hey, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and ready to go, and Aaron Rodgers is the guy we all know and love and the guy that they were clamoring and they traded away to bring in, we should be up at least 14 points most of these games, which is going to force a lot of teams to change the way that they run offensively. They're going to have to start throwing the Agreed. ball against us more. And that's when you Agreed. just completely unleash this pass rush, right? We saw that with multiple okay. teams that have done that in the past. I talked about the Bills, but guess what? The Giants, they're in our backyard. The Giants used to win a Super Bowl like that. The Giants would come out with just waves of pass rushers from OC to Strahan was there. There was a bunch of guys that was there, and they would just send them at you. And you saw where it got them. Nobody could deal with it. So I think that, again, I know a lot of people have smoke for this pick of Will McDonald, and we'll see how they work him into the system. But I think that this guy is definitely going to play solidly for us in his first season. I think he's a guy that's going to have a big impact for us within our defense. What are your thoughts about what I said, Mike? 
Um, I agree, but uh, I agree and not a but. I agree. And, you know, don't forget a lot of people are uh, – first of all, last year the offensive line got decimated with a lot of injuries, which we hope yep. doesn't happen again. We don't know if it will or it won't. But, you know, we hope that it doesn't. And I think that looking at it in, 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 in collectively uh, from A to Z, and there's still more work to be done, I think Joe Douglas has, has kind of solidified that uh you know, a lot, a, a lot more. So that should be better. And that was a big problem. For, you know, listen, I'm not saying Zach Wilson is the end all be all. He's, I'm not saying he's going to Canton and he may end up like Sam Donald and never make it anywhere. Who knows? But yeah. I will say a couple of things that he had going against him was the offensive coordinator, LaFleur, admitted they. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that they planned. They should never have put him in so so uh, into the game so quickly. He, he was probably a mm-hmm. guy that needed to sit and watch. That's and part of that is on Joe Douglas for not having you know a quarterback that uh, you know a veteran mm-hmm. quarterback that could have went in there and uh, you know and that he could have learned from. The second thing is like we said with the with the offensive line. I think they short they shorted up and although it's possible they could have another crap year and get hurt. It's it you know you know it's unlikely so. What what all of that rolls up to me is that the focus is going to become on you know special teams, three dimensional football, right offensive, defense, and, and special teams. We do plan on being in uh, more uh, meaningful games and more important you know meaningful games, meaning actual playoff games where the competition is going to be higher. And again, I go back; mm-hmm. it's going to be solid. Does, can he? Can he? Uh, can he? Is clock management something he's going to be able to handle? Because so far, it's been suspect in my mind. And I'm not killing mm-hmm. the guy. He's, you know, he's uh, he, he's a relatively new coach. Uh, that and situational football. I mean, you know, the stakes are going to be, mm-hmm. you know, much higher this year. And uh, you know, yeah. from a lot of things, from the offensive line, from getting Aaron Rodgers, from you know, more depth. Uh, you know, on the roster for a lot of things. So I think we're on the yeah. same page, um, but that's ultimately the end game is where it rolls off me. And one, one other thing, Fasala that I really was not impressed about, and I'm not trying to kill the guy, right? But no, remember ahead. that whole thing with the Mike White T-shirts as, as the backup when they when he benched Zach Williams and there was a bunch yeah. of guys getting on the plane with T-shirts. How the hell could you let that happen? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, really, I just I, think I, that, that was really – I, I hear what you're saying. I just think, look, the team loves Mike White. They love what he brought to the table. And you also got to keep in mind about what was going on with Zach Wilson at that time. That was, I think that was around the time when, uh, you know, he had just basically said, you know, after they asked him after the Patriots game, we looked at if he owes the defense something for, you know, playing as bad as he did. And he was like, no. There, there had been rumblings that there was a lot of people that felt like that were within the locker room. A lot of players that felt yeah. like they were upset with Zach Wilson and what he was doing out there on the field and how he wasn't delivering, how he was carrying himself around as well. There was reports about that, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I think yeah, that I agree. came I from. Agree. And they really looked and said, yeah. hey, this guy's going to give us a chance to win. But my next question for you, Mike, and I really want to get to this with you. When you look at this draft, and we'll be coming to the other colleges in a second, 408 will be coming to you in a second as well. When you look at this draft, is there a player that you look at this draft class with the New York Jets that you think could take a to take a spot, a starting spot from a veteran here with the New York Jets this upcoming season? I'm thinking uh, my first initial thought is Tittman, the center. I think he's okay. got some flexibility. I think, I think he could play guard as well. I know he could play more than, mm. than, uh, than one spot. And then um, he apparently did very, very well. You know, Wisconsin, um, he played real well. I think he can. I think you can, and you know mm. you need that. You, you you never have, and we all witnessed it last year. You never have enough of those guys. 
you never have enough no. offensive linemen. And, and, and hopefully there's not too too much mixing and matching. But, you know, it may come down to that at, at, at certain times. And, you know, hopefully they got the depth this year and the experience and the cohesion, you know. Mm. That's just my thought. Yeah. What, what yeah. about you? No. What about you? Yeah, I, I think that Pittman is one of is definitely a guy I think could grab a grab a starting spot here, especially when you look at again, Connor McGovern wasn't the greatest last season, right? I think if he can come in here and be solid, he's a young guy, he's extremely strong, big, physical, he can move. Yeah, Tipman could be a guy that could end up grabbing that starting center spot, absolutely. Now, before I let you go, right, we've been talking about the Jets draft and everything that's moved and shaken, everything that's gone on here. Outside of the Jets, what team do you think had a stellar draft in this recent draft? Go ahead and give me that really quickly for your last thought. Um, the only one that comes to mind is that, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I got other things going on, so I didn't really, uh, uh, dig into with the other, the other teams. I heard the giants did mm-hmm. very, very well. I can't speak mm-hmm. to a player, yeah, yeah. um, you know, yeah. that went on there. Um, but uh, that would be the, the, by default, I would say those are the ones that I heard, heard pretty well. My okay. face in your opinion or. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Eagles, I thought did phenomenally as well. They got some uh, guys, right. Carter. Oh man, they got some guys in this in this upcoming draft. They did. I think the Cardinals did work as well. The way that they've loaded up too with their picks, they got a first round pick from the Texans. They got other. I'm telling you, next year's draft for them is going to be phenomenal. They have a load of picks. So yeah, it was some teams that did well. The Eagles, are, the Giants did solid too. Those some good takes, Mike. Listen, I gotta slide off, Mike. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Yep. Yeah, can I just make one quick comment? I heard from Carter, yeah, go the guy that the Eagles got. I hear this his character mm-hmm. suspect. I hear he pissed off yes, a, a lot of their, a lot of their coaches. Yeah. They just kind of gave mm-hmm. him a pass and didn't make any comments for the draft. So you know you never know because I, I don't know the guy. It's not character assassination. I'm just telling you from what some of the stuff that I heard. So this could all just be mm-hmm. you know BS. Who knows? But you know you never yeah. know. Sometimes you get somebody in there that could they could upset that chemistry, man. You know, and mm-hmm. just, who yeah. knows? Everybody we'll see, looks good. Everybody what. looks good after the draft, right? You know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If he can keep his head on straight, there, boy, oh boy, he is going to be something else. But like you said as well, there's there's character concerns with him. But I got to slide off, Mike. You have yourself a good one. All right, my friend. Yes, thank you. Stay well, you and your family. Bye bye. All, right. all right, same to you. Have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all calls. When you call in. Be patient. We'll get to everybody. Trust me, okay? Also, no cursing on my show, all right? I'll get you out of here. I'm talking fast. Faster we got gays out of here. So glad he is gone. Next, we are going to area code 408-408. We're coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this Jets draft. How would you feel about it? Hey, Joe, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, cool. Um, glad to be able to get on through. I've been, uh, been following along for a while now. Hey, uh, when it comes to the draft. I, Give me your name, my friend. I, Give me your name really I, quickly. I'm sorry. Um, G, I'm GVH. I'm, I'm up in the chat every now and again. Oh, what's going uh, on? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is my first time calling. I, I got through. Bruh. I, I, hey, man. GVH in the chat. For those of you that do not know. That boy G, he's a savage. Come on, G. You gonna try to slide up in here and not say nothing? Like, what's with you, bro? Come on, man. Give me your thoughts Appreciate about the draft. Appreciate you, man. 
Appreciate you, man. Oh. This is my first time uh, getting through and calling. I always appreciate that uh, that you do shows like this. But, yeah, no, when it comes to the draft, it, mm-hmm. it took a while. I had to, you know, follow through with people's reviews and things and such. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better about it. Um, don't quite know what we're going to do with all these edges, but if, they, if we can make it work, mm-hmm. then, then I, I think it's good. I just I wanted to see us give uh, Aaron Rodgers more help. That's, I, I think, where, where it comes down to. I like it because it's going to be the Jets in the first mm-hmm. room, but I really just I was hoping to give the, the guys we got one year, two years maybe, just, just give as many weapons as possible. But I, I'm not going to hate. I, th- I, think we did, uh, I think we did all right. Yeah. No, look, and I hear you. And I think – I know a lot of people that feel the exact same way, that feel like, hey, the Jets should have done more offensively. But I honestly, truly believe the Jets are – we're loaded with weapons. I think what the, the, the reason why people believe that the Jets don't have as many offensive weapons as we do is because of our horrible quarterback play, our suspect quarterback play, especially when Zach Wilson was playing, right? We have the offensive rookie of the year. When you look at our, our, our wide receiving core – I mean, we got the guys, man. Like, we got the guys for real. Yeah. You got Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. You got Lazard. You got McCole Harmon. You got Corey Davis, who's still on the roster. And to my point, to my, you know, uh, knowledge at this point, right, I'm thinking he's probably going to be here with the Jets this upcoming season. Then you got Denzel Mims, right? That's six guys right there. And we're waiting for right, Denzel Mims right, to really right. take that next step. And maybe he does with this offensive coaching staff now going to be able to utilize him. And then you look at the tight end position with Tyler Conklin, C.J. Uzama, Ruckert. We'll see what happens going forward with him. We talked about how the tight end position was criminally misused this past, this past season with Michael Floor. Well, now you've got Nathaniel Hackett in the building, and you have a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. I think we'll see our offense take the next step that we should have seen, you know, last, last season, hold up their end of the bargain. We have the weapons. It's that I don't think we have the quarterback, especially when Zach Wilson was playing to necessarily utilize, and I don't think that we have the offensive coordinator to, to make the right calls. Give me your thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, for real. I mean, everything everything you're saying is right on. I think sometimes as uh, Jets fans, we, you know, we overinflate. But, you know, when you run through the names, I don't, I don't think there's any false in that. And I think another thing to add, you know, I know there was a lot of people that wanted stronger line play or, you know, selecting an early mm-hmm. lineman, but the intelligence that uh, that, that Rodgers is going to bring, I mean, we've seen the guy take a, you know, take the ball one second, two seconds, boom, it's out. You know, that's what made Brady, you know, made it yep. happen. And so I'm hoping we can get some of that because I haven't seen it in my lifetime, you know, for that to happen. So I'm just, I'm hopeful. And that's why I said, like, you know, when it comes to the draft, I needed to just take a couple of days, take a step back. If I had to fault anything, it was like I don't mm-hmm. know what an offense looks like, but um, but I'm I'm hoping to <laughs> look at I'm I'm hoping to look at passes go and not have to pray that please don't be an interception, please don't be an interception because for a while that's what it's been. It's just like you put it up and you're like please yeah. go to the right person. So yeah, I mean that's that's how I feel about it, Joe. I appreciate yeah. you like you know picking me up off the floor a little bit. I mean I wasn't too down, but it's just hearing hearing you go through the the litany of it. Um. It's, it's good. And uh-huh. I just I appreciate all your takes with the savages say in the chat and the folks that call in. And I just appreciate having this moment, you know, being able to call and uh, actually hear, you know, uh, speak to you and, and, and hear your takes on it. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, G. I really enjoyed your call, man. All right, most definitely, Joe. Peace out. All right, have a good one. Listen, G calling in and letting it be known, okay? Calling in and letting it be known. Great takes. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. 
Call in. We are taking all callers. Okay, when you call in, be patient. We got quite a bit of callers, and we'll get to everybody. Salute to all the savages. Again, subscribe to the channel. Give the video a thumbs up if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Ted. Ted, I'm coming directly to you. I'm coming directly to Ted. For those of you that do not know, Ted, he is a savage. Ted, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in, man. We are talking draft. We're talking about it all. Ted, a lot of people hate the Will McDonald pick. (laughs) A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like the Jets draft. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feelings on this Jets draft. Do you think they did a good job of filling holes on this football team? Joe, I I just think it's way too early to judge people's draft drafts. I don't care who who it is, you know. Um, mm-hmm. We're we have a lot of talent now. We have a lot of talent. Yeah. We have a few voids. I think we picked for need. We possibly picked for the future for McDonald. Mm-hmm. But as you stated last year before the draft of Sauce Gardner, you said, where's our pass rush? And you said, JPP yeah. and Jack Barrett getting to Patrick Mahomes uh, all day long caused the, you know, was a big factor in the Buccaneers um, winning the Super Bowl. That mm-hmm. kind of guy coming on one side with Huff on the other side and Jermaine Johnson, yeah. and then you got the middle with Quinnen and whoever else we get, they have to fear us, Joe. Last year we didn't have much yeah. of a pass rush. Last year we didn't have much of a pass rush. Now we that that we have the back end with Sauce and um, you know the other players that we got. I, mm-hmm. I think our defense will be better, including the time of possession. You know the time of possession yeah. because we kept our offense was so putrid. We were constantly yeah. the defense was constantly on the field. So anyway, yeah. I'm intrigued by some of the players they picked, Joe. And one of them, I really am intrigued, and I really hope he makes the team. Is the is the tight end they got in the last the last round? Because that he's six seven. Yeah. I don't think he's going to cover that dude. If he can make the team, he started. I just looked him up. He started playing college at Penn State, and he wasn't. Used, yep. he, he was he was recruited at Penn State, so he wasn't a bad player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't utilized. He went to Old Dominion. He played really well. He got hurt. But who's going to cover that kind of guy? He had an amazing combine. He's six seven. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very intrigued by that Listen. guy. If he could, if he can make the team, Joe, I say mm-hmm. that's the most fascinating, one of the most fascinating drafts picks they had. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, you know, and man, listen, I've talked about that. I think he's a guy that has to clean up a lot of stuff, route running mainly, right? Of course, mm-hmm. everybody's got to work on something. But you, you can teach a lot of things in this league. And when you look at our coaching staff, from our mm-hmm. offensive coaching staff, you know, Ron Middleton, all these guys that we got that can help yep. this young kid, right? We have the guys yep. that can that can coach him up, right? But, bro, like yes, you sir. said as well, and I talked about it earlier, you cannot teach 6-7. You, you, you can't teach it. Like, there's, there, you nope. cannot teach that. You can't teach that type of uh, – you can't teach that type of size. You just can't teach it. So, sure. I look at it, man, and uh, I like what he brings to the table. And I, th- I don't know if he's a guy that's going to come into camp and steal a spot. But I do think that if mm-hmm. the New York Jets can stash him on the practice squad, if they can do that, because I think that that's what they'll probably do with him, probably, okay? Because, again, Uzama's here, uh, Tyler Conklin's here, Ruckert's here, 
Ruckert was deactivated most of last season. He's a guy that was a great pick as well. The tight end, everybody was raving about him too, and he didn't really play much. So I look at it like, man, Stafford's got on a practice squad. He's going to be something special for us. If they can just get their hands on him, teach him, coach him up, he's going to be something else. Like you said, especially in the red zone, he would be a phenomenal weapon. But another guy that I'm thinking from this this draft class that I really like as well, that I feel like can come in and give us some immediate impact, is Izzy, the running back that we took mm-hmm. from the man. What are your thoughts about him and the addition that he can bring to this running back room? Because I'm thinking him, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, and Bam Knight, boy, we're going to mm. need something to deal with when running the football, especially with him coming out the back room and being able to catch the football as well. What are your thoughts on him? Mm. Joe, I, I had to look up a tape. Brooklyn, and I, I noticed where we picked these uh, kind of blue-collar guys, sort of like mm-hmm. I guess Douglas is as a lineman. And he's got a, a lot of explosive – I think he was a track guy too. So I he's got the explosion, mm-hmm. you know, he's – through the, through the hole, he's a one-cut runner. But yeah, he's a any kind of talent we can get, yes, yeah, sir. Joe, any – Brees is – you don't want to rush Brees back. You don't want to rush yeah, Brees back. Yeah. You need somebody back. to handle handle the load in you know, football conditioning, Brees. Joe, that's the kind of guy you need. And I said it before last year's draft. You got to get explosive in every position. You got to get fast. You got to get explosive. Um, I mean, these guys. Uh, look at the Eagles. Joe. Look at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I know you talked about um, the running back, but let me get back really quick mm-hmm. to the defense. All they do is draft defensive players. They had seventy sacks last year. Seventy. Yeah. And they're still drafting guys from Georgia and defense. Like it's Georgia. The mm-hmm. it's the Philadelphia Bulldogs. That's what they drafted. So, mm. um, Joe, I like the I like the blue collar kids. I like the the Titman pick. I like the the, the pit developmental um, guy, uh, uh, offensive guard, who is um, a project, but he's from Jersey. So we need we don't we didn't have a top ten pick. We had two. T- we had a four, uh, you know we got Garrett last year and we got Sauce. So we're mm-hmm. in a better position this year. And yeah. when Mike mentioned, I hate to say, I'm, I hate to mention um, Salah and how he's going to coach mm-hmm. this year. I think Rogers will help him out a lot. Rogers has seen everything, done everything. Yeah, he's got an experienced yeah. offensive coordinator. He's a Hall of Famer. They know what they're doing. They they know exactly what they're doing. And uh, maybe focus more on the defense and let let that offensive coordinator Rogers just say, "Hey, man, this is what we're going to do." And I'm looking to say, you know, yay or nay. Yeah, you know what the thing is? The thing is, and you're bringing some great takes, but I think the offensive production, I think, is going to be great as well. I think the offensive production this upcoming season with Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback clearly is going to be better than what we saw last season. That's going to help just enough, Mm -hmm. right? If the New York Jets can score more, let me tell you something. The Jets were near the bottom of the league in time of possession. Bottom of the league, Mm -hmm. the offense couldn't put up points. Well, like I just talked about this earlier. We had a six-game chance to make the playoffs, even though we were, our offense was terrible. A six-game chance to make the playoffs at the end of the season, we couldn't win one of those games. And in three of them, we didn't even score a touchdown. Not one. Mm. <laughs> That's atrocious. I know, right? So when you, yeah, I know. Here, I know. you look at what we have here, right? You're bringing Aaron Rodgers into the building. He's, oh, he's here. He's working with guys already out there on the, practice, on the practice field, throwing balls, getting things together, moving around. 
the fact that he's going to be able to come here, bring points, we have the weapons, we just couldn't utilize them correctly because our, our quarterback was so bad. Look at That's last year. You watch Zach Wilson. He's missing guys that are wide open. The New York Jets should easily have been up by 14 to 21 points in most of those games. I just talked about the Vikings game. We left 35 points on the field. Went to the red zone six times. We lost that game, I think it was 22 to 27. With yep. all of that going on offensively, our defense was fourth best in the league. Fourth. And they were on the field yep. all damn game. All game. Yeah. Any kind yeah. of offensive production, anything where you can keep a consistent drive going, right? Anything where you can end with points, anything where you can allow the defense to sit down, catch their breath, and be able to come out there semi-fresh. Can you imagine how much more deadly that this defense could be? They could be the number one Agreed. defense in the league easily. And now you're Agreed. adding McDonald to that, you're just going to unleash on people. Just unleash on people and give them mm-hmm. what they've been trying to give us for years, for years. Now, with all that said, because I'm, I'm, I'm fired up now, I want you to give me your thoughts on the New York Jets declining Makai Beckton's fifth year option. Mm. How are you feeling about that, man? Give me your take. Atlanta, I'll show up. We'll come to you yeah. in a second. Go ahead. I got you. I got you, Joe. I, I, I was hopefully optimistic. As a business decision, no, there's no way they could have signed. They, they could have done it. I said it last mm. show as a fan. They can't do it, Joe. He hasn't. He's only played two games in the past two okay. years, is it? And yeah. They, yeah, they just can't. They just can't do it. It's not. It, it, and you can't blame Makai. You can blame Makai maybe for his physical condition going into into game. You know when he was a little bit heavier, but um, getting hit by a teammate and you can't blame him for that. I mean that's just mm-hmm. that's just bad luck. This is bad luck. Okay. He'll have to just. Prove it, Joe, and if he if he wants to stay with us, he will. Hopefully, he can have you know get his career back. This is career year mm-hmm. for him. And I tell you, I just, I'll tell you what. Yeah, if he ahead. falls out this season, if he goes back to mm-hmm. being the Makai Beckton that we all know, mm-hmm. like he was his rookie year season, playing on that Pro Bowl All Pro level, it's going to be tough on the Jets. It's going to be tough because you gonna mm-hmm. have, if you franchise him, it's probably yeah. going to be north of nineteen million, right? Because yep. the franchise yep. tag is going to go up. It was 18 point something this year, 18 point something million this year. If you try to pay him, better get ready, baby, because tackles, quality tackles, tackles that can play on the level that he's played on, right, they get paid in this yep. league for real, for real. For real, oh, for yeah. real. Hey, Joe. And don't think that you're going to get him back on something cheap because teams are going to be knocking on the oh, door. No. Go ahead and give me your final thoughts. You're right. You're right, Joe. How about – can we get Quinnen's Williams contract done already? I mean, really? Can mm. we, I mean – Couple guys are already it. signed already. I mean, let's just get the guy. Got, I mean, he's one of the top three defensive uh, tackles in the league. Yeah, and he was amazing. Yeah. He needs to get paid, Joe. I, I mean, let's go. Right. We need. We need. We need to lock him up. Get him in. Mm-hmm. Make the guy happy. Keep him motivated. And uh, one more thing, Joe. Carl Austin coming off yeah. his Achilles second year. Let's hope he can ball out. And then we have yeah. that. Uh, you know that extra ex, he's got the extra juice in the, his second year off the Achilles. So, yeah, I hope he does that's well. That's all I got, Joe. I got, yeah, <laughs> I got to slide off. You have yourself a good one. All right, all right I got to let you go. All right, you all have right, a good Joe. one. Listen, Ted coming in with some takes, man. He came in with some takes. Let me give it to him. He came in with some takes. We're gonna keep getting to these lines. Ted coming with fire. Mike coming with fire, GVH coming with fire. He tried to slide in like I didn't see. I see you, all right? 
We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salutes to my guy, Captain K, in the chat with the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> Salutes to Captain K with the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> Captain K says, Joe, any idea how to ring in from abroad? I think he's meaning to call in to the show from abroad. Um, I'm thinking my overseas guys, right, you just call in like you're calling from Amer- to America, right? It's just a regular show from what I – a regular number, excuse me, regular American number. So that's how you can call in. I think you can also call in utilizing Skype as well, okay? So let me know. I'll look more into that, but from everything I know, usually – my overseas guys, if they want to call in, a lot of them saying, hey, we're just going to call in that way from abroad. So we'll see. I'll keep doing my research on that, all right? But that's how I think you call in. So please, if anybody else knows any of the savages, you know, let me, let me know if there's a different way or a better way for you guys to call in. But salutes to you, Captain K, with the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> Tetra, you know, with my guys from abroad, I do have a lot of people from overseas that listen to me. They hit me up. I'd be a little surprised, you know what I'm saying? Little old me. <laughs> y'all listening to me and my take salutes to y'all, and I truly appreciate you folks from overseas uh, getting involved as well. So we're going to get back to the line, 515-602-9639 is the number. Next, we're going to my guy from Atlanta, 404. We're coming to you, Dwayne, Rusty, uh, North Carolina, all the other callers as well. Hold on, all right? We got to go to Atlanta. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. My guy Atlanta's on the on the on the lines, man. Well, give me your thoughts about the New York Jets draft. There's a lot of people that think the draft by the Jets was terrible. All right, how do you feel about it? I think it was good. Go ahead. Uh, salutes to you, man. Can you hear me good? I'm trying to use some yeah. different headphones. Yeah, I, I hear you good. I hear oh, you okay. Good. Oh, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, I thought the draft was fine. Like, I I, I don't understand all the hysteria around it, but well, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. We're in the period of the draft industrial complex where everybody has figured out ways to make money off it. So you've got to, mm-hmm. you know, you got to throw those takes out there to get people excited. And that's essentially yeah. what we do. So we get the grades in the draft and everybody argues about what should happen. But mm-hmm. the, the primary reason I love the draft was Aaron Rodgers, team captain, one of the team leaders. That's already, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's already set in stone once he walks in the door. But there yep. comes a point to where you allow a superstar so much room and he starts pushing and pushing and pushing. And before you know it, there's no boundary, and he and the GM don't speak to each other or get a phone call and everything blows up. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You keep everything the same. They're still a special player. They're still the leader. They're still number one. But you're not going to mm-hmm. change your whole franchise and say, oh, well, in this draft, Normally, we would go after X, Y, and Z. We're just going to get things to make him happy, and that's how we're going to treat our football. No, that's not how football works. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that they looked at it and said, no, edge rusher, that's the most important thing. We're going to find an edge, and we're going to get some yep. offensive line help. Like, those were the two yeah. major strategies that we saw from this draft just based on how the picks went. And, you know, to mm-hmm. the people saying they don't think uh, McDonald was worth it or he's not a good edge rusher, Dude, we don't know until we see him play a snap. Like, the, the mm-hmm. idea that we can pick out which edge rushers are good and which aren't, uh, people wouldn't overdraft edge if that was the case. It's a difficult position yeah. to assess. And yep. no matter what, it, 
Look, it's like uh, it's like Little Wayne and Backwoods. Little Wayne could never have enough backwoods. Guess what? NFL teams could never have enough edge rushers. So you go get one, That's man, and you hope it works out, and you hope you can contribute. And you know what the thing is, and I, uh, maybe you can adjust your headphones a little bit. It sounded a little muffled. I don't know if you have to sound like a little bit of wind, so please fix that just a little bit. But here's the deal. You, okay. you hit on a point there when you talked about edge rusher, okay? Because let me tell you something. Edge rush in this league, and, and even everybody this entire offseason is screaming about getting rid of Carl Lawson, right? And I remember Robert Sulla was asked this in, in, a, in a press conference with the media, and he looked and he said, no. Uh, Carl Lawson is going to be on the roster this season because good edge rush is hard to find in this league, okay? Look at free agency, right? We've seen guys that were just like low-tier edge rushers get paid a whole lot of money. I'm talking a whole lot of money in free agency. Why? Because edge rush is a necessity in this league. You have to have it. If you, uh, This is a passing league. When you're chasing guys around, like Deshaun Watson, like we're going to be chasing Deshaun Watson, like we're going to be chasing, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, like we're going to be chasing Josh Allen and Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, who, oh, my God, look, guys have been chasing him for so long. You have to have guys that can get after the passer. And when you look at the New York Jets, now that we've acquired the quarterback, the missing piece, I'm sure the the thinking in the building is we're going to be up. We're going to be up, and not only are we going to be up, but we're going to be competing with these top teams. We have to bring in that firepower defensively to chase these top guys around because unless you can get after these top quarterbacks, you're going to be in a world of trouble, a world of trouble. And, yeah, Quentin Williams, great. He, had, he was our New York Jets sack leader last season. We're thinking Carl Lawson coming off of, you know, the second year after that ACL. He looked good last year. I think he's going to look phenomenal this upcoming year. We got, you know, Hall as well. Uh, Huff, excuse me. Bryce Huff, he's, he's going to be bringing the, bringing the fire. Uh, Jermaine Johnson as well, getting back into the fold. I think he has a better season than he did his rookie year. He battled a little bit with injuries, but I think this upcoming season he's going to get better. You add Will McDonald to this, and now you, I'm telling you, you, you added so many teeth to the shark, it's going to be crazy. Nobody's going to be able to escape us. We had the fourth overall ranked defense last year, and they were on the field most of the year, or most of the games this year. Now you have an offense that can produce. You put this defense out there with another fast-track pass rusher, boy, it becomes a deadly situation. But another guy that I liked that they took in this draft as well was Joe Tipman in the second. What are your thoughts about him, and do you think he could end up being the New York Jets starting center? Yeah, look, for these type of things, I typically, like, for those out there, uh, go to Twitter. There's a guy, Matt Waltman. He's a really good scout. He does tape, kind of breaks mm-hmm. it down. And I, I think mm-hmm. it is just go with, you know, what he says and what other guys I follow on, on Twitter. Because ultimately, I don't have those football eyes. Not to that extent, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you can mm-hmm. really look at a guy and evaluate, especially the offensive line. So, you know, from what I've seen, the, re- the reviews have been good for him, so hopefully he can come in, play some snaps, and possibly start. But if not, you know, there's a backup plan in place. And just to piggyback on that point you made about pass rushing, the other part of this is there's a multiplier effect when you have someone like Sauce on your team uh, as far as coverage. Yeah. At that point, yeah. any rush you get becomes even more extreme because you have a coverage ability that other teams just don't have. When you have a corner like that, so you want to what? You, you want to make sure you accentuate that, uh, the, you know, the, that, that, that small benefit. So, you know, I, I, I love the draft. I, I like what yeah. they did. Hopefully these guys will get in there and play some snaps. 
But if they mm-hmm. don't, that's fine too. They'll develop. They'll be in the rotation. Howard could not be. He could not dress for the first four games of the season, and I wouldn't have a problem with it because no matter what, if somebody goes down, he's there. A body with talent, not a guy like Keith, yeah. who you're hoping to So yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm not taking no problem. Okay. And, oh, oh, can I speak on Israel for a second? You're, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Get your get your your, your situation. Got you. I'll let you speak on easy really quickly. Give me your final takes on that quickly. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you now. Okay. I took the Bluetooth out. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, okay. so the kid Israel, the running back. I think mm-hmm. his biggest benefit beyond the the track speed is his ability to break tackles, his ability to miss tackles, and just a guy who's going to get what's blocked. And as the mm-hmm. previous caller stated, when you got a situation like you have with Brees where you want to bring him along slowly and if possibly sit him on IR if things go terrible, you got somebody else who you can bring in and add to that rotation. It's running back by yeah. committee now anyway, and with A-Rod, it's not like you're asking him to be a bell cow. So I, I really like mm-hmm. that pick as well. Yeah, I thought that was a phenomenal pick. Listen, i got to slide off, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Yeah, you too, man. Sorry about the wind, dude. All right. No, hey, no problem. Just that headset. You got to fix it, man. Uh, Sesame Street headset. We got to move on here. Whoa. <laughs> Get that headset together, all right? 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers next. I'm going to my guy, Dwayne. Dwayne, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, that man, Dwayne, Oh, he is a savage. Listen, salute to you, Dwayne. Listen, Dwayne, we are talking draft. We're talking about it all, okay? What are your thoughts about the Jets draft? Jets took Will McDonald first at 15, took Joe Tittman in the second round. How are you feeling about this draft as a whole, man? Uh, I think I think the best pick uh, was Joe Tittman. Um, I've heard people say, uh, they don't know if they got any starters out of this draft. I mm-hmm. don't know how any Jet fan can watch Joe Tippmann's tape and say he's not going to start. Uh, I know mm-hmm. last week I called. I know last week you spoke, and I and I you know you said Connor McGovern got you got resigned, and I was digging up Connor McGovern, and I was like you know we, we were too harsh on Connor McGovern. You said Connor McGovern, Connor McGovern forever. I just want to say have some have a good time on the bench. Um, oh, it was, it was, uh, it was, you did a great service to this team. We appreciate everything you've done coming over here to this formerly poverty franchise. Well, we're not a poverty franchise anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say sorry about that. Uh, I'm, you I'm really just flipped on Connor McGovern that fast. Listen, you flipped on him I that thought, fast. Oh, my listen, God. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? It's not even a flip. It's it's people were too harsh on Conor McGovern. That's the problem. Oh, right? okay, Dwayne. People were All trying right, to say ahead. he was like no good. The brother was good. What? You know what I'm saying? But Joe Tittman now. <laughs> Joe Tittman. <laughs> that brother got some skills. You know what I'm saying? Um, when oh. I watch his tape, listen. I, maybe, you know, if we could watch tape together, I'd show you what I'm saying. This yeah. guy is one of the most athletic 
centers I've seen in the, yeah. in the, in the coming out the draft in a minute. Athletic. Yeah. He can get to his spot to get the running back to make his decision early instead of waiting for that pull. Then, mm-hmm. maybe it's because the guy is 6'6", whenever this man puts his hand, lays his hands on somebody, they're out of the play. He's dominant. He's not just a good center. The guy was dominant in college. And it shows how it shows how uh, uh, how like reactive and how little people really observe um, these draft picks as far as like the, the you know these journalists because they think yeah. a center who's dominant is just a bulldozer. Now Joe Tittman is not a bulldozer, but the thing is, once he puts his hands on you, you're out of the play. He That's he uh, steals. If you look how he steals. He seals so well. He will, he will, it's not even just a redirect. He'll get to the spot before yeah. you know what the play is, turn and seal to open that lane for, for uh, a running back. That's how athletic it is. Nobody's counting that. When I first saw them take him instead of um, John Michael Smith, I was, I was like, wait a minute, I thought John, John Michael Smith was the top center. And John Michael Smith is strong. But it's yeah. not nothing like the technique that Tipman is using, the athleticism. And I think because he's six six, he's just blocking the view of what's going on in the backfield. He seals people. So mm-hmm. that's the best pick they had. Will McDonald yeah. Yeah. look at the Jets are doing. They're they're a rotational defensive line. He's gonna get mm-hmm. his percentage of the listen, in that wide nine it's effective because you've got a bunch of one-on-ones on one side, and then you've got like a one-on-one-ish side, kind of one-and-a-half-ish on-one on the other side. And Will McDonald is so good that he's going to win those one-on-ones. And I'm not saying Lawson can't. It's just that the way Will McDonald moves, he's too long like long arms, skinny to be mm-hmm. that fast and and agile. He's like Von mm-hmm. Miller with long arms. I'm I'm over exaggerating. I know everybody. Oh, Von Miller, no. The, he bends like Von Miller, and his arms are long. You can barely touch the guy. He's a little like Brian Burns. When when I first it, saw him, that's you know, what I was about to say. About it, yeah. Draft Brian Burns is like his comparison. Right, Jordan Draft Night. You asked me what I think about it. And I wanted to say something, but I thought it would have sounded stupid, so I didn't say it. I said, it kind of reminds me of Spider-Man. You know what Brian mm. Burns does after every sack? He does the web shooters. <laughs> That's where I'm getting it from. No, he, yeah, listen. He, he feels like Spider-Man himself. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I, I understand, and, and we're, we're going to see where he lines up and where he plays and all these things, but I'm telling you, Will McDonald, his addition to this defense, and he can come in here and bring the pass rush bring even more of an of a edge presence, even more edge pressure to this defense, we become even more suffocating. And that's going to force a lot of people. And what we talked about this last season was the lack of turnovers, right? We need turnovers from the defense. Well, guess what? If you got even less, okay, time to make a decision, quarterbacks aren't going to make bad decisions. They're going to make mistakes. That's a fact. When you got guys like Sauce and DJ Reed who does not get enough love, I want to make sure, DJ, if you're listening – Bruh, I know what you bring to the table. You're a phenomenal corner. He should have easily have been a pro bowler and an all-pro guy. He's near the top of the, top of the league in all cornerback metrics across the board, right? But he don't get enough love. When you got corners like that that can come in and lock people down, 
quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions because you're either going to get smacked or you're going to give it up. That's it. And that's how it works. And also, we ain't even talk about the boy got 10 forced fumbles. He's going to strip you too. Oh, yeah. He's doing that already. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I love – I really do like the pick. I understand why some people don't. I know people that wanted uh, Jackson Smith, and I get it. Phenomenal wide receiver. But we got six of those already. When you look at this league, if you want to load up on something that's really going to take you to the next level, edge rush is that thing you want to load up on, all right? Because if you can win in those trenches, if you can get to the quarterback, if you can be like the Giants were, where they were sending waves of guys, that could equal dividends for you. Now, my next question for you, Dwayne, because you're bringing the heat so far, man. When you look at this situation, right, with Makai Becton, what are your thoughts about his fifth-year option being declined? Do you think that that was a good move by the Jets? I think the question is more raised to me for on Joe Douglas. Like, mm. we've Talk learned so much about so many of Joe Douglas' draft philosophies. We learned about his free agent philosophy. We learned how much he, what he likes to pay for a free agent. We learned what he likes to mm. pay for the right trade for the right guy. We haven't mm-hmm. learned about will he pay the guy coming off his rookie contract? Does he pay Mm -hmm. anybody for that second contract? He traded Jamal Adams. Um, He didn't pay Marcus May. And you got Quentin Williams still in in the ether right now. What's going on with Quentin Williams? That should have been an easy, yes, yes, here you go. Our leader Mm -hmm. in sacks. The 300-pound bar of soap, there you go. We want you here for the next five years. Yeah. That's what they call him coming out of college, 300-pound bar of soap, and he's played like it, right? Yeah. And what is the hesitation? So that's the yeah. question we have now. Does he pay people on their second contract, and you're giving up this fifth-year option? I get it, but who are you paying? That's a question. I understand Mm-hmm. There's there's a salary cap, but listen, the salary cap is an every year thing. So if mm-hmm. you pay his fifth year option, it that's just for next year. You're not paying it for the next five years. You have a bunch of rookies yeah. that you're going to pay in four years, three years. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you waiting for to pay these guys? Yeah. You can pay well, somebody I, now, and yeah. then. Rookies later, and if he the person's good enough to stay around, then you'll be in a, a cap crunch. But for now, you should have all the space in the world. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, I think they're going to work it out. I think they're going to figure it out. I know that uh, there's been some tweets that have been sent out by Quentin Williams, not overtly disrespectful or nothing, but just questioning, you know, if when about when it's going to get done too. Uh, and uh, I know that he's definitely going to get his just too. All right, so, but we got to get it done because, like you said as well, there's been other guys that have gotten paid, and that ceiling just continues to go up, okay? I think it was uh, Simmons recently got paid. He got a boatload of money, right? This is going up. I'm telling you, the number's going up and up and up and up, and rumors are swirling that there's other guys, you know, that could be coming too. We'll see, but let me tell you something. This number, we could end up paying Quentin Williams somewhere around a twenty-five, possibly twenty-six million dollar range because he clearly is going to want to be the highest-paid defensive tackle. And if you keep letting this, you know, wallow on, keep letting this, you know, go on, that's probably where we're going to end up because guys are getting that type of money. 
So I'm hoping Joe Douglas clears this up soon. I think he will. I'm not sweating it, okay? But I, I want him to get it done sooner than later, like you said as well, because these numbers are coming in. Now, before I let you go, Dwayne, because you're bringing heat quickly, give me your thoughts on the, on the Jets signing Billy Turner. How do you feel about it? What are your thoughts on it? And uh, how do you feel about the Jets adding O-line depth? Quickly, give me your thoughts. Uh, quickly, he um, I like that he's familiar with Hackett's system. Um, he's like a, de- a decent um, offensive lineman. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's it's another band-aid. I'm sorry. You got holes to fill, and we, we, get, we got another band-aid. But like Joe Douglas, okay. this is the part where you got questions about you. So, you know, yeah. whatever, okay. whatever he wants to do, that's it. You know. Listen, Dwayne, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man. Appreciate you, Joe. Take care. All right. You have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515 I'm hyped, man. As y'all can clearly see, I can barely speak, all right? I'm excited about the Jets and what we're bringing to the table and what we've done also as well. We've got some undrafted free agents as well that we've been able to bring in. Deslin Andre from Pittsburgh, Jason Brownlee from Southern Miss, Khalif Halasi from Western Kentucky. He's a corner. We also got some rookie trials, Tim DeMorat, Lindsey Scott. These are just a few guys that we've been able to bring in. Of course, this list is constantly growing as I'm you know, talking to you folks here live on this show. So we'll be discussing that as well. We got some undrafted guys that we brought in as well, too. But I'm telling you, the Jets have made some waves with this recent draft. We're going to get back to the lines. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all calls. Next, I'm going to go to my guy from North Carolina, Rusty Brick City 561. We'll come to you in a second. We're going to North Carolina, man. This guy always has some takes. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Before we get his bird. For those of you that do not know, this man from North Carolina is a savage. Listen, my friend, give me your thoughts on this just recent draft. How do you feel about it? Hey, Joe. Uh, I had a chance to do a little bit of research on uh, some of the recent prospects, and I feel a lot better than I initially felt. Because like a lot of mm-hmm. other Jet fans, I had certain <laughs> players on my board at 15, you know, like uh, uh-huh. Kansi and uh, Smith and the Jigba. Yep. You know, I had visions of Smith and the Jigba being that opposite, you know, that complement to uh, Garrett Wilson with his sharp, mm-hmm. crisp route running and being a, a difficult matchup. And obviously, Kalansi Kansi, you know, I kind of envision him inside uh, working with uh, Quentin Williams and being a real problem, you know, that small mm-hmm. frame and being that quick penetrator. But I had a chance to take a look at Will McDonald. Will McDonald is a tremendous pass rusher. I didn't know mm-hmm. he was that good. Once I saw the first piece of video, I was like, whoa, I didn't know this dude. With this The way he could bend and literally yeah. get on the, a kitchen table. He could get on your table and come from out of there and sack you. We haven't had anybody yeah. like this. If this kid can gain weight, gain physical strength, and just continue to refine his technique because he seems to have the right approach. He's right there where we want him. He could be, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the third best pass rusher we've ever had. You know, number one is Mark Gastineau, who had the sack yeah. record for 15 years. Yeah. John Abraham mm-hmm. is number two. This kid could be number three. All due respect to uh, Ellis, uh, the late Dennis Bird, 
Jeff Lagerman, yep. other cats we've had that can rush the pass a little bit, this kid has mm-hmm. a chance to really be unique, really special, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if our offense, really special. If our offense put if our offense is putting things together and we're, you know, absolutely giving the giving the defense an opportunity with us being up, it's gonna change the way that opposing offenses are going to have to play against it. They're going to have to start fast-tracking. You see that with the Chiefs. The Chiefs came out, put up a bunch of points, and then guess what? Whatever your game plan offensively was, unless you want to lose, you got to throw that out the window. And teams start passing on it. That's right. The Chiefs do. That's when they unleash all and pass. <laughs> That's, what That's true. Do. I think the way we're set up, the way, this ahead, defense, the way this defense is set up is similar to what the Giants had back in their day. You know, they had human, they force you to run the ball. We will force teams to run the ball. And by forcing Mm -hmm. them to run the ball, we can control the game. Once teams Mm -hmm. start opening up on you and throwing the ball and and hitting those big pass plays, that's very scary. That's very scary and dangerous. Once we can force them to run the ball where we can contain them, it's just only a matter of Mm -hmm. coming up stacking and making tackles. That's all they have to do. Come up, stack, and make some tackles. That's where the safety yeah. play comes in. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, teams are going to have to deal. When you look at this Jets, I, I keep talking about this offense. We're near the bottom of the league in time of possession. When you look at this Jets That's offense right. this past season, especially when you watch, watch, go back and watch the game with Zach Wilson. There were guys wide open that he could not hit. We should easily have been up in most of those games by 14, maybe 21 points comfortably. I talk about the Vikings game. We left 35 points on the field, 35 on the field. That's true. We left it all there. We're taking trips to the red zone, not finishing. That stuff is not going to happen with Aaron Rodgers here. Oh, no, no, it's not going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, that's right. See, the thing about Aaron, he's very efficient, and and he's a a Mm -hmm. pro's pro. What we got excited about mm-hmm. in Mike White, we saw a little flicker, a little flash of that, you know, being efficient, mm-hmm. managing the game, playing the position the way you're supposed to be, not just running around, you know, taking snaps and running around in the backfield. That's not going to happen with mm-hmm. Aaron. Aaron's going to know just where he's going pre-snap. He's going to get a chance to work with Garrett Wilson and, 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 and Lazard and, and, and Corey Davis and our wide receiver group and our running back and get a feel for where our strengths are, obviously between the O.C., the quarterback, they're going to do that film study and break down where we're strong and what our strengths are. I love this roster. I love yes, this roster. I love, I love the additions we made. We finally got our center. I've been wanting us to get a center for the last couple of years. We passed on Creed Humphrey. We passed on Tyler Lennon and we finally got a good center. And I have to be honest, Smith was my top center. But yeah, once I was got a chance to closely, examine, to closely examine this, I think we got the right guy. This kid is strong. I didn't realize how strong he was for his size. You know, he's mm-hmm. not just big and fat. He's strong. He's very physical. He's tall, and he's rangy. He can pull out, you mm-hmm. know, get out there out on the front, you know, get out there on those linebackers and take them out. We haven't had a center do that since uh, Kevin Mawai. Now, obviously, Nick Mango was yeah. bad in his day, but Kevin Mawai, mm-hmm. you know, was mobile. He could get out there on those, those uh, linebackers and put a hat on them and take them out of the play. That's why I think – Pittman is going to do for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, and a lot of people think Pittman could challenge for that starting tennis position. He could. I could see him kicking Conor McGovern oh, yeah. into a backup role and this young Definitely. rookie coming in and taking care of business and stepping in. So before I let you go, man, because you're no doubt about it. final question for you, my final question for you, Makai Becton, has his fifth-year option declined? Uh-huh. What are your thoughts about that? 
Do you think that this was a good move by the Jets, or should have should they have given him his fifth year option just to make sure? I think I'd rather went on and gave him the fifth year because once he gets out there next year, let's say he produces and he's everything we want him to be, all of a sudden he's going to mm-hmm. be out there. There could be a bidding war. It could get very ugly. And yep. uh, it could really inhibit our ability to pull him back and get him back, you know, get him back with us. I'd rather see him just take the risk, give him the fifth year. At least we would have that control going into 2024. I'd rather take a risk on him. You know, see, like he's got his, got his head together. He's gotten his weight down. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's never been an issue with Makai. He's, 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 uh, he worked hard. But I think when Van Roten went in the back of his knees, we didn't realize how badly he messed up Makai's knees. He did a lot yep. of damage two years ago on Makai. We didn't realize. But the initial reports were, you know, it was uh, just, I think the way they reported, like it was just a, a mild dislocation, but it wasn't. It was more severe. It was deeper. Yeah. Was far, far yeah, more and you severe know, and, and serious dislocation of, the, of both of his knees, you know. One of the guys that work with him I talk about is Duke Mannyweather um, on Twitter. He, he yeah. works with offensive line guys. He's the guy that trains him. It's crazy. Yeah. If you, I talk about that because I've been saying this for a long time. Duke Mannyweather was going back and forth with a lot of fans, a lot of Jets fans that were getting all over Makai yeah. Beckton. And he slipped up. And I think he deleted the tweets, right? But he slipped up and talked about how, Y'all thought he was going to come back from that knee injury. He never was coming back from that knee injury. And he oh, hinted no, no. at the knee injury being way worse than what was being reported. It was. He hinted at that, at it hey, being can way I throw worse. He was like, he was there? never coming back from that. Go, go ahead, quickly. Right. Go ahead. Give can me I throw something word. out there uh, before I have to go? Yeah, go uh, quickly, just one or two things really quickly. The Will mm-hmm. McDonald pick is the pick we didn't make last year. You remember we passed, even though we made the right decision, ultimately, we passed on Kayvon Thibodeau. Will McDonald yeah, yeah. is Kayvon Thibodeau a year later. Yeah. And I'm going to throw something mm-hmm. else at you that no Jet fan on any of these platforms is talking about. There's a tight end that stayed. He came out of Utah. He decided to stay back, named Brett Keithy. I wanted the Jets mm-hmm. to add Brett Keithy, but instead they add that tight end in the seventh round. He has a lot of exactly. the elements that Keithy does. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He's smaller. Okay. He's sleeker. He's not a dual threat. He's more of an H-back. But he can come out of the backfield. Mm. He can line up in the set. He can line up mm. wide. He can be all over the formation and be a nightmare. I think that was the perfect pick out of the seventh round. I love that kid. Yeah, Coach, I, I think it was a good move as well. Six, seven, you cannot teach size. But listen, my friend, I got to slide off. We got to get back to these lines. I got callers. I want to thank you for calling okay, in. Next buddy. time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? And thank you. Absolutely. Listen, lines is hot. We're going to get to everybody. Be patient, okay? Next, we're going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Brick City, Perry, Chris, other calls as well. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. For those of you that do not know, that boy, Rusty, is a savage. Salute, Joe. Salute, fellow savages. Yeah, salute, man. Damn, I'll be trying to tell everybody this man's a straight savage. Listen, Rusty, the draft, we've made moves, we've made these picks, we've brought guys in. Some people love the draft class, some people hate it, right? Give me your thoughts. Who's the guy in the draft class that you like the most? What pick did you like the most from the New York Jets in this, this recent draft? At first, I was like, I don't know, my jaw was just like, what? <laughs> But then taking it in and, you know, like looking at it, of course I love that we got center. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's like my love. But 
my actual like top like I'd have to say McDonald in the first, actually. Mm. Surprisingly. Yeah. Why? Um more teeth. I mean it's un it's unsuspected too. Like I I didn't I didn't think that we needed cornerback, you know, last year in the first or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sauce wasn't in one of my minds. It was you know, defense, uh line, edge, you know, or of course offense wide receiver, you know, linebacker, mm-hmm. something like that. And then we get sauce, and <laughs> look what happened with that one, you know? Like, yeah. I-, I love no, that we- humble pie. It tastes delish. But, like, now yeah. that that could be the same with McDonald's. I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead, bud. No, I mean, I mean you're, you're bringing some solid takes, and I also think that there's a lot of people that don't uh, – aren't looking at what actually happened in the draft. I know there was some people talking about the Jets should have traded up for a tackle. I don't, I don't think Joe Douglas do that. I, again, we're probably not going to have a first-round pick this next upcoming draft, right? So I probably. think he wanted to keep probably the capital not. all for the yeah for this upcoming you know for this next upcoming draft. I don't think he was ever going to trade up, but I do think when you look at how the board fell to them, Paris Johnson was gone, Saransky was gone, Darnell yep. White was taken at I think at ten by Chicago. Then you had the Patriots work us screw us over and basically give Broderick Jones to the Steelers. I think that after he was gone, after the tackles were off the board, the top tackles were off the board. They looked around and said, oh, yeah, we're about to snatch this guy up. That's going to make our defense even more deadly, and he's going to do that. And we're going to be able to get after these guys. I keep telling people, these quarterbacks in the AFC are not a joke. Why do you think we went and got Aaron Rodgers? Because we have to compete with the yeah. firepower that's here. If we're, if we're going to get and to that's where that's why we got J.J. Go, exactly. If we're going to get to where, where we've got to go, you have to be able to rest the passer in this league, especially when you have the exceptional passers that we have here in the AFC. These guys are not a game. It's not nobody's playing around here. So I think that, that this was a solid move by uh, drafting Will McDonald. I liked it a lot. Um and Joe Tittman as well in the second round I thought was phenomenal. But give me your thoughts about this, Rusty. What player in this draft class do you think will be able to challenge a veteran for a starting position here with the New York Jets and possibly take it from this recent draft class? Hmm. I'd say and he's going undrafted. I would say it's safety Dean, the kid from Florida. Really? Um, you don't think that guys like, yeah. like Joe Tittman could challenge or possibly take the starting center role? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't even talking Mick Bumber. No man, he was he was like practice squad on my. I hate that guy. Yeah, no, Tittman was. I didn't even. I, I didn't think you were serious on that part. Yeah, Tittman's number one, dude. He's definitely our center. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and yeah. I'm, I'm not like mocking you or anything like that. I honestly thought, no. like, yeah. Yeah, McBummer. Yeah, what did we get him for? He's at like 1.7 million on the cap or something. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, McBummer, dude. Yeah, oh, McBummer. Yeah, I'm done with him. I've been done with him for a mad minute. But like, uh, yeah, I'm cool with it. You yeah. know, I, I like those. You know, the corn boys and stuff like that. You know, from mm-hmm. you know those kids. They're they're built different, man. They're like I'd yeah. rather want one of them, like one of them, the Bayou boys, you know, like people out of Louisiana, mm-hmm. Mississippi, mm-hmm. Bama, and then you get like yeah. the Hurricane boys, the people out of like Florida, the Carolina, like you know, they're 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 country strong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and he just needs some tweaking, you know? Yeah, and then I mean, we'll having some dude, pancakes he, and waffles would be delicious. Yeah, good stuff. He's unbelievably athletic too. To be such a big guy, to be six six, I think he's three thirteen. 
he gets after it, man. And I'm telling you, when he Dude, we gotta puts call his hands on people, line. it's freaking bonkers. Man, when he gets his hands on you, you're done. That's it. Your night's over. Yeah. You're not going to be involved in that play. Too, man. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my final question for you, Rusty, before I let you go, man, Makai Becton, fifth-year option declined. What are your thoughts on it quickly, man? Do you think the Jets made the right move by declining this fifth-year option? Yeah, but it sucks too, dude. You know, like it. Like I love Makai, but I wish I wish we could, but not in a way. You know, like not pay the full thing, but pay like three quarters of it, and just be like, all right, you know, we'll see. It just it just thinks that you know we don't have him because I think he's gonna be. I think this thing's in the past. He's got his head straight. Mm-hmm. He's got the right people in his corner. You know, he's got his babies. He's different now. You know, that changes you mentally. Yeah. And, you know, you can tell he's not faking it. You know, like not yeah. last year that he faked it, but like he he sucked weight. You know, like how you would do for wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take this real quick. I'm just gonna look this way, mm-hmm. and you know, you you might hit the on the scale, but how you look, it's like. Dude, I don't know. You know, like doesn't look like you're the yeah. happiest right now running around and it looks like you'll be yeah, dropping dude. and you'll you'll lose a thumb war, you know? So yeah. he he's I'm telling you, he's looked phenomenal this off season. He looks like he's oh, in yeah, he great shape. The pictures That's what I mean, man, that's switch. Yeah. You can see mentally he's in a better space too, just the way that he's I interacting think he's with a lot like of people Q. in the fan base. Yeah. You're right. We'll see you're what happens right, Joe. Listen, Rusty, I got to let you go. Lines are hot. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely. And thank you, Salute Gio and Salute Fellow Savages. Absolutely. Let's go, Jeff. Absolutely. Salute. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. Be patient when you call in because we got quite a bit of callers. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Brick City, Chris Perry. Hold on for a second. We'll come to you guys in a second. We're coming directly to Brick City, man. I know he's got some takes. For those of you that do not know, that boy Brick City, oh, he is a straight, I'm talking straight savage, okay? Brick City's a savage. Salute to you, my friend. Listen, we're talking draft. Salute to you, In the second round. What are your thoughts about that, man? How do you feel about Joe Tipman? Man, before I say anything, yes, sir. Thanks for having me back on, Joe. Man, the ultimate savage is back in the building. Look, man, we all know Joe Douglas. Salute, brother. We all know Joe Douglas loves to build in the trenches, man. He starts with the offensive line and the defensive line. If you don't got the offensive line to protect the quarterback, you're not winning any NFL games. If you don't got no defensive line that can stop the run and get to the corner, to suit a quarterback that can help out your secondary, you're not winning that many games in the NFL. But um, before mm-hmm. I want to go get to the to our center, man, I, I want smoke with a certain guy that's in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. His name is uh, Deshaun Watson. See, Deshaun Watson, you need to watch your mouth when you're talking about game green. I right? I get it. Uh-oh. You're trying to pick, lift up your boy. Trying to lift up the cry, baby, that we just got rid of. You know how the old Here we go. Elijah Moore. You know, talking about the Jets is toxic. Listen, you're the last dude that need to be talking about something toxic. You up there in Cleveland. Y'all haven't. Cleveland hasn't won anything since Joe Brown. 
Cut it out. Stop. Don't come for us. Can we see y'all later in the season? Well, let's get back to the topic, man. You know, I, I guess oh, all okay. those yeah, uh, happy stuff. endings got to his head, you know. Well, well easy, 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 easy. It's a, yeah, it's a family easy. show. It's a family show. You know, that's all I'm going to say. I hear you. Listen, you know? I understand. <laughs> and, yes, uh, for those of you that may not be in the know, Deshaun Watson did come out and talk about the, the Jets being a toxic place, and he was happy and excited to be working with Elijah Moore. And I get it, right? Elijah Moore's a brown, that's done, okay? But, uh, you know, we'll see them, you know, in the near future. And that's that's all I want to leave on that. But going back to yeah. Pittman, being taken in the second round by the Jets, give me your thoughts on that, Rick City. Yeah, I love the pick. I think we spoke about that uh, during, the, the, during the draft weekend. But I'll, I'll uh, reiterate back mm-hmm. again. Um, Ten-year starter, um, a mauler. Mm-hmm. Nobody that I've been speaking about. He is a mauler. Um, he, I think mm-hmm. by having Conor, re-signing Conor McGovern, we can really have mm-hmm. that open competition. Um, I think he, the, the Tittman is a good, uh, de- decent enough um, pass pass protector. I think he needs to tighten up on that. But he's a mauler. He's very intelligent, um, which is very big. Um, it seems like Joe Douglas like to get guys that are captains, um, guys that are very intelligent on the RAS scores and everything. So I love the pick. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to Will McDonald, um, the fourth out of Iowa State. Um, you know, I know when I first initially said, you know, when I called, I believe I said, you know, it was a little bit of a head scratcher pick for me, but understandably, mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't number one on our board. Um, to get to to miss out on on tackle, yeah, it sucks and everything. But Joe Douglas, you know, is Joe Douglas now, and you know he's been our general manager for four years, and uh, he knows what he's doing. He likes to build in the trenches. He comes from that Philadelphia, both from yep. mind, um, Isaac Newsom, um, you know, treehouse, wheelhouse. and you know, the, look, I'm not trying to take away from anything, but look what Philly did. They reloaded on on. Uh, pass rushers and defensive line. Mm-hmm. You can't get enough guys to get at the quarterback. Um, yeah, we just mm-hmm. know on the tackle, yeah, we can we can talk about how much time the Patriots screwed us over, whatever, but it's going to bite them back in the butt because we got a a, a wave of pass rushers. I mean, yeah, um, yep. he's a little bit older, but one thing I haven't heard any caller speak about was how dominant he was at the Senior Bowl. Who that reminded you yeah. of last year? Jermaine Johnson, yeah. who was a little yep. bit older. I think he we drafted him, what, 23 years old, or he's going on 23 at the time. And he was dominating mm-hmm. the senior bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Another pick um, I don't feel like everybody is talking about. I feel like we got a gem in the fourth round with the running back out of Pittsburgh. He reminds yes, I wanted to talk to you Leon about him. Washington. You talk about him, too, yeah. Yeah. Leon Washington 2.0, from what I've been seeing from some of the highlights of this guy, mm-hmm. he hits, he one cut, hits the hole. We got home run, we got home run guys on at running back between Brees Hall. Uh, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna say Icky for right now, the runner, the rookie mm-hmm. running back. We got Bam Knight who can be very shifty. Um, Michael Carter, who I believe will have a bounce back year because we've. We finally have a quarterback in the building. Um, Zach mm-hmm. Wilson is going to sit for a year or two and learn. We finally got an offensive coordinator in the building. We got two possession receivers in Corey Davis and Alan Lazard. We got mm-hmm. speed with Hartman 
and 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 Garrett Wilson and the tight ends. I want to see a little bit more from um, Jeremy Rucker. I believe the, the 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 tight end, the kid we got from Old Dominion, um, from from what uh, I'm looking exactly. like, he could be a Mike Jacecki type. So with the mm-hmm. draft, I give it a B plus. Um, you know, you're not okay. going to hit on every draft, but you know, we 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 got we got we got some needs, and I like how Joe was willing and dealing in the third pick, getting captains, and this is a pattern we know about Joe Douglas now. You know, he's going to get pat, yeah. um, captains. You know, he's going to get older players. He's going to get impact guys, guys that can plug and mm-hmm. play right now. And I know you want to bring up the Makai Beckton situation, and yeah, quickly, I get give it, me a thought on him before I let you go. I get it. Not picking up his his fifth year option is is actually is going to be motivation for Makai Beckton to have a proven year. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's putting in the work. He shows he's putting the work. Now the biggest thing is, yeah, you can you know you can lose the weight. A plus. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. getting healthy. A plus. But is it going to show in 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 this uh, preseason in the OTAs and everything in training camp? I believe so. I believe Makai back then will have a bounce back year. I, I think he'll get extended mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Um, I believe before Ooh. training camp, Quinn Williams will get extended. You know, we got to feed big things, mm-hmm. man. And, and everything yeah. and Joe Douglas is going to make sure everything is good before this season kicks off because this is the most important season in Jets history in a very long yeah. time. All the chips yeah, is in the I mean, table, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the chips listen, are in the City. table, man. Yeah, listen, Brick City, you're talking facts, man. You're talking facts. I'm hoping that Joe Douglas is able to get this done. It's a dangerous game with Makai Becton because if he balls out, you're going to have to pay that boy a lot of money. You're going to have to figure it out, but it is what it is. Listen, Brick City, I got Yeah, I think Joe off. Douglas will get, it, get it going, for, brother. Yeah, I think he will as well. I want to thank you for calling in next time I have a show. I want to hear from you, all right? We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in next. We're going to my guy, Chris. Perry, Bill, other calls as well, 646. We'll come to you in a second. We're going directly to Chris. Salutes to you, Chris. Hey, what's up, Joe? Thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, what's going on? Look, man, this draft has happened. Will McDonald's yeah. taking in the first round. What are your thoughts about that, man? How are you feeling about it? Uh, you know, I, I was – I had him a little bit later, but I, and I know he was a good player. Uh, he reminds me a lot of mm-hmm. Chandler Jones. Uh, he mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of Chandler Jones. Came out of Syracuse, um, so a lot. I mean, to the point where you're like, "Dag, this guy is is almost a mirror." If you look at things that Chandler Jones was doing athletically, and thing when he was coming out, uh, mm-hmm. he reminds me a lot of Chandler Jones, man, a lot. Yeah. No, man, yep. I'm telling you, this guy's getting after it. The added pass rush, I think, is going to really trans- uh, the Jets, you know, transfer into a new level defensively as well. And we are already a top four defense. I think I'm looking at all the weapons we got here. I think we can honestly yeah. push to be the number one defense in the league, especially with our offense being able to perform at this next level. And so my next question for you, man, Makai Beckton, fifth-year option, decline. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I know you're, you know, you're a Makai Beckton guy like myself. Are you shocked that this happened? Yeah. Um, they want to make him earn it. You know, they want to make him earn it. I think that they know that Dwayne Brown is going to be gone next year. They know they probably mm-hmm. have the money to, to do it. So they just want to go out. They want to make Makai earn the money. So, mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I wouldn't have did that. What? I wouldn't have did it. I, I, I would have <laughs> picked up the option. But, you know yeah. what I'm saying, uh, they, they, I mean, they, they obviously they know. They're going to have to yeah. pay him. They know I have to make some moves. 
Uh, and next year they could make some, they could, they could get rid of some salaries and free up a lot more money. So I think mm. they're willing to do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's good for him. It's better for him because he can make instead of the thirteen million, he's gonna make like twenty one million dollars next year, even maybe even more. Yeah, I'm, so bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but, back but I expect, Bob, bro, but I expect him to have a good year. Tell you yeah, the Jets oh, yeah, are gonna paid. be in some trouble. I'm telling you, he's, he's gonna paid. get paid, paid like for real. He's for real. pay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So my yeah. final question before I let you go, man. You look at this situation, right? We drafted some guys, brought some guys in. What player out of yeah. this current draft do oh, you think man. can push to be a starter? Quickly, give me your thoughts. It, it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shock everybody right now. Israel, man, Israel mm. is a beast. Over Brees Hall, you, man, a healthy if Brees Hall is healthy, I'm or are you talking you, about Brees Hall listen, isn't healthy? Let, 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 no, listen, listen. Let me tell you something about Israel, man. Uh. Israel, Brooklyn, New York, dude, Brooklyn, New York guy. Uh, we listened to Chris. I was, I was, I was shocked to be honest with you when he was in the fifth round. I was shocked because the guy had so much rushing yards in Pittsburgh. He was the offense. He was the guy okay. that was keenin' on, and he still okay. Could. So I, uh, uh, Brees got some things to worry about because just telling you, he has a oh. different level of speed, man. One thing is okay. over. It's over. It's over. I'm just. I told you Chris. before I go. I told you. Listen, I told you last year. I called Brees yes. on your show. I called. I called Brees. Mm-hmm. I said, "Yo, yes. no, no, no. We got to get a pass rusher." I said, "No, Brees." And I'm telling you. And then I told you about. Hey, the Jets ain't drafting no offensive linemen. I, I said, and everybody mm-hmm. looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, "They're not drafting." Mm-hmm. Listen, Israel will give Brees Hall a run for his money. You understand? And I'm telling. Oh. Okay. Oh, he will give him a run for his money. This guy is quicker. Okay. This guy makes e- major decisions. And one like one thing about Israel, you give him mm. one thing, he's gone. I was so shocked when he laughed into the fifth round. I was yes. shocked. I mean, he's <laughs> he is a, listen, Chris. He is a speed guy, like you said as well. One cut, he's gone. I don't know about better than Brees. We'll see, you know. But you're high yeah. on him. I respect it. Listen, Chris, I got to slide off, all right? Thank I got you. other callers. Next time I'm right, sure I want to hear from you. All right. Listen, Chris said it. Chris said it. I'm, I'm just listening. I'm, don't don't come after me. He says he thinks that, you know, Izzy, the guy we running back we took out of pit, could be a starter here with the New York Jets and could be better than Brees Hall. I'm just listening. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. Next, I'm coming to Bill. Keep in mind. Show's getting cold, you know. We got to get these takes quickly. Salutes to you, Bill. For those of you that do not know, Bill, Savage. <laughs> Bill, salutes. We talking draft. We just had Chris come on. He said he thinks that uh, Izzy, the running back we just took, is going to give Brees Hall a run for his money as a starter. Give me your thoughts about this recent draft, man. Who's, a, who's your favorite draft pick? Very excited, Joe. Thanks for having me on. I will be brief. I know you're up against the clock. Uh, Izzy's going to give him a run for his money, that's for sure, but it's all about depth. That's mm-hmm. what this draft was about. People forget that. Yeah. You know, we're a quarterback yep. away from causing a lot of noise, so all these uh, people who are saying, oh, we need to draft this guy or that guy. You look at the ro- roster right now, we have all starters. We're good to go. So it's about developing guys or getting guys who can be developed. Izzy's a solid guy. Will McDonald, a lot of people, uh, uh, podcasts and social media, scratching their heads behind that. But when you take a guy who is a 3-4 defensive end, and when you think of 3-4 defensive ends, 
He was talking about J.J. Yes. Watt, a guy who's about 290 pounds. At 236 pounds or 239 pounds, this guy was getting accolades, uh, all county, all American accolades. Now you're going to put him wide nine. Okay, so if you may have seen uh, there's a clip where, where, where Sal is telling him, he's like, hey, we're going to take you from four to nine. And, you know, I mean, this mm-hmm. guy's going to just feast. So you add that to the mix. I yeah. know we have picked uh, J.J. last year, but this is another guy. We have a rotational defensive line. We need pressure, pressure in the front, pressure in the back. That, that's, a, that's a winning formula. And, you know, Tipman was a guy people were taking for granted as a center. We needed that smart rookie center to solidify this line from the inside out. Now there will be a lot of options next year. Uh, you know, uh, Brown, you know, is probably going to retire. He's going to move on next year. We're not really sure what's going on with Becton. As we, the whole contract thing, the fifth option, we'll see what happens. So there's a lot of things that are moving parts for the offensive line. But a lot of young talent, if everybody shows out, we'll be in good shape. And, again, keep in mind, like you said, we had six games that we uh, – you know, we, we needed one game to get to the playoffs last year, could not pull the trigger, did not have an offense. Yep. But that offensive line, as much as it was maligned, you know, we were not, you know, the games were, were kept in hand. And now if we have a starting five, that can be solid. You're going to add Tipman in there. Down the road, maybe Warren can develop. Warren was a guy I forgot about. He got injured. And I told him he was off my radar. And as always, Joe Douglas can find these guys everyone's forgotten about, plucks him out of thin air, and everyone's talking about it. Just like Izzy is a guy that, mm-hmm. you know, you saw him run throughout the year. The guy put up like 300 yards and six touchdowns in one game against Virginia Tech. I was looking at the, some of the highlights. I was like, the, the, how did this, you know, how do we all forget about this guy? But, that's what Joe Douglas does, man. He's a magician. Yeah. No, listen, I'm very excited. Deal. So, my final question before I let you go, Bill. Makai Becton, fifth year option decline. Your thoughts on it right. quickly? Yeah, uh, that, that was expected. I'm sure no one was surprised. I'm sure Makai was not surprised. That's why he's been working out like a beast. He's all about showing and proving. He's going to show and prove, and he understands that he's got to fight for his job and his career. And he, he seems to love the organization and wants to be here. So he's taking the right steps. So he's just to do it on the field now. And I, I have. The guy's got a lot more riding on it than us, so I have to believe that he's ready to go and, and you know, hopefully be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Listen, Bill, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. You always got good takes, man. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. You have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again quickly. We are up against time here, short on time, but we're going to get to these final calls here. All right. Ronald Perry, we're coming to you next. We're going to close the show out with Collins. So hold on. Ronald Perry, we're coming direct. For those of you that do not know, that boy Perry, he's a savage. Savage. Salute to you, my friend. Give me your thoughts, man. We're talking draft. How are you feeling about the Jets draft? Are you excited about it? There's a lot of people that are dumping on it. But are you excited about what the Jets did in the draft? Listen, I'm not mad at all because, you know what, at first I didn't really – I didn't really understand it at first, but looking mm-hmm. back at it and like and then um checking people checking them dudes out online, I'm like Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. let's leave it to him. He knows what he's doing, you know. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And um and like even like with that first even with that pick he made in the first round, you know, to to see the Patriots come up and steal our steal our boy like that, I was like, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was like so, so upset. I'm like, why, yeah. why, why are we like an enemy there after? But, but that ain't no, that ain't no <laughs> surprise because the Patriots always hated us, even when we were yeah. down, they hated us. So we That's on the way fact. up, you know they're gonna hate us even more. I mean, it is what it is. So, you, so yeah. I, I, I kind of smile when I think about that when I look at it like that, and um, 
I, I really don't. I really don't. So I really can't even hold it against them because, you know what, they can't stop the shine because it's like mm-hmm. I think they know what's about to happen. We, we come yeah. to take over, and they know it. That's a fact. They can't stand us, and we can't stand the feelings very much mutual, okay? They've done a lot of things to screw us over, include cheating, okay? Everybody knows about the cheating. It's been historic with them. Uh, and, you know, this is just one more notch on that belt. But like you said as well, we're coming, and they know what time it is. Now, before I let you go, uh, Perry, really quickly, Makai Beckton, fifth-year option decline, what are your thoughts on it? Hey, and, and that dude right there, you know, at first, if you would have said it a couple of days ago, I would have been like, you know what, he, we know what he's capable of doing. Give him a, give him a chance, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. that's kind of like how, where I was at with it. But now I'm looking, looking at it like, you know what, he had his chance, you know, he, and he made his bed, and it's kind mm-hmm. of late. And, and you know what, he, he actually, he all of a sudden, he wants to lose all this weight and get in great shape. Why didn't he do that two years ago? Now, now all of a sudden oh. we put jump on board with what he's doing. I, I, I don't know Ooh. about that. I, I'm like, I, I really don't know what to say. But if I, if it was up to me, I'd be like, nah, that, that, that's it. And you know what? Maybe he goes out there and becomes something great. Well, let him go be something mm-hmm. great because that, he's, he's too much to put up with. I, I don't, I don't need just to put up with him. Okay. All right. Listen, Ronald Perry. You know, I, I hear the takes. I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602. Again, we're short on time. Give me your quick take. Uh, give me your takes quickly, okay? Next, we're going to my guy, Colin. Colin, we're coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Colin, that's Colin, quickly, what are your thoughts on the Jets draft? What's up, Joe? Good evening. Good evening, Nicholas Savages. Um, so really quick, Joe, because I know you're pressed for time. Um, a for, it's an A for me because at the okay. end of the day, I'm put I'm putting my trust in Robert Howard and Joe Douglas that they know what they're doing. I'm not listening mm-hmm. to the voices out there, you know, and, and all the other mock drafts and all this other stuff yeah. out here. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 an A for me, and I hope these mm-hmm. guys, you know, live up to the potential. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stress it. I, I, I like the Will McDonald pick. Um, mm-hmm. If we can get, you know, if we can keep putting constant pressure on the Josh Allen, the Patrick Mahomes, you know, the Joe Barrow, all these guys, and these guys don't have time to throw it to their big weapons, it's a win for us. And I think, I think that's, yeah. you know, if Will McDonald translate to that on the field for us, mm-hmm. You're gonna see a lot of people are gonna be like, "Whoa, maybe we did make the right pick after all," um, because yeah. you, you gotta stop. You know, you gotta. You know, Josh Allen has a has a weapon in Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Morrow mm-hmm. has his weapon in Chase. So all these top quarterbacks has a weapon, and the only how you're gonna stop this quarterback is you gotta you gotta get the pressure right there right away. So um, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. No, listen, um, you're talking facts. You're yeah. talking facts. You have to get after the QB. Now, my final question before I let yeah. you go, man, Makai Becton, fifth-year option decline. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, listen, it, it's it's an unfortunate situation for Makai, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, from a monetary decision, I mean, that's that's the right thing that the Jets has to do because mm-hmm. we we don't know what Makai Becton we're going to get this season. There's no guarantee 
of anything. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's been paid already. So, you know what? If Makai comes out on ball this year, then I think, you know, in all honesty, he should say, you know what? I'm going to resign with the Jets. I'm not just going to run okay. after, you know, the biggest amount. So, um, you know, they, they took care well, of him. You know, it's fair that he, you know, returned a favor if he does play a full season. I mean, That's we'll see. Because uh, yeah. if he does ball out, it's going to be interesting. But listen, Colin, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a yeah. show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yeah, no problem, Joe. Have a good night. All right, you have a good one. Final caller we're going to take here. We're going to go to Jake. We're coming directly to Jake. I know he's got some takes. He's going to have to give it to us quickly. Jake is a savage. So, Lucy, Mr. Klein, I want to thank you for calling in. Quickly, man, give me your takes. NFL draft, the New York Jets made some picks. A lot of people cannot stand the uh, Will McDonald in the first round. Would say you, man, give me your thoughts quickly about the, the New York Jets draft class. Joe, happy Tuesday. Uh, the fastest synopsis I can say is is that they filled as many holes as they possibly can. Um, I'm still walking away from this draft not comfortable with offensive line. I'm not comfortable okay. with tackles especially. I, I feel like mm. they're they're really they are really this this car this one kid the, the Pittsburgh kid Carter whatever his name was. Um, look, they obviously have some upside with him. Carter Warren, yeah. I. I Carter Warren, yes. I, I just look, I know you're gonna rip my head off, but I think they're putting so much into what Beckman's gonna do. And I'm not I mm-hmm. don't like that idea. I don't like Max Mitchell and him coming off blood clots. I think they really should have done everything they could to get a tackle in this draft. Obviously Brock mm-hmm. Jones, the Patriots screwed us. I mean, that's really what happened. Uh that yeah. Pittsburgh did it, they probably they did Belichick was clearly colluding with him on that. So what else is what's else what else what else is new with the Patriots? Yeah. What else yeah. is new with the Patriots, let's yeah. be honest. So look, I, I think um, you know, taking a mid round running back, we've done that the last four years. It it doesn't surprise me. Uh, I still think Breeze is gonna be fine. Um I, I, I go back for one second. I was ready I was on the verge of being ready to take Jack and Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I actually was kind of convinced mm-hmm. to take him. I felt like, you know what, let's get another stud receiver and let's just fill it out because Nicole mm-hmm. Hardman's a one-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the rest of the draft, I mean, look, this it's really just it, – it's, it's depth. They're trying to – you know, this guy, the Kunst, whatever his name is, the tight end. They obviously want Jack, to get a tight I end mean, in the uh, system. Zach Kunst, right. yeah. Yeah, Zach um, Kunst, yeah. Yeah, Kuntz, whatever it is. Um, and um, I think at this point they are going to go back to Ben Jones as much as I do think Pittman's going to be the future center. I think McGovern is looking mm-hmm. like a guy they're going to rotate on between guard and center. They need to, and it's an emergency. But, look, Ben Jones, I think they're going to go back to the table, talk with him again, see if they can get him at a reasonable deal in case Pittman's not ready mm-hmm. to start the first couple games. But I, I, I have no problem with them starting Pittman from day one. I really don't have a problem with it. It's just up to really okay. what Rodgers wants. That's where the Jones conversation comes in with Keith Carter mm-hmm. that we talked about for the last few weeks. So, mm-hmm. you know, overall, look, the Will McDonald pick, look, it's it depth. I get it. They want to have, a, like, the, you know, they want to have, like, the Niners rotation of guys going in and out. They want to mm-hmm. have fresh bodies. Um, you know, do, do I really want that pick? No, not really. I really want offensive line. I want to tackle. And, Look, it's just it's, I understand uh, having Rodgers here elevates the team. I think that's definitely the best thing we can have out of it. It's just 
I just don't want to see our line being shuffled around day in and day out and week in and week out. I don't want to watch it. And I feel like right now. No, listen. No, listen, you're speaking some straight facts right now. I mean, when you look at the situation, like I said, I think that Will McDonald's a guy that's absolutely going to come in and bring some pressure. I don't know about Ben Jones and them going back to the table with him. Maybe they do. But I think Connor McGovern being brought on board, Joe Tipman is a guy that I think can absolutely press to probably take that that, uh, starting spot from McGovern. But I think the Jets had a really solid draft. But I I will give it to you. You did talk about the tackle position as well being – still kind of being a question mark, and I thought that Joe Douglas would move back in to take a guy like DeWa Jones, but he didn't. Uh, they passed on Cody Mao and DeWa Jones and took Joe Tipman. Again, Joe Tipman was a top-rated center, uh, but the, the the tackle position is going to be very interesting because if Mekhi Beckton balls out this season, let me tell you something, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough for the Jets to retain him. I mean, they could franchise him, but you're going to be paying him north of probably $19 million for that season, and we already got a lot of things moving and shaking with the cap. we got to see what Aaron Rodgers' new deal is going to look like and figure things out, but it's going to be interesting. But listen, Jake, I am short on time. I have to go. I want to thank you for calling. And next time, call in earlier. I want to really hear your takes about some different things that we got coming up, all right? You have yourself a good night, my friend. Man, Joe, so short, man. All right, have a good night. I, what's the wrong time? <laughs> listen, listen, we are short on time. They're going to shut my phone down in a second, okay? We have a two-hour show. The show is hot. We're moving. We're shaking. All right? So I'm going to head and close the show up now before they get me up out of here. All right? Again, I love connecting with people. All right? Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boys also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. That's the show's page. Personal page is YoungJ000, at YoungJ000, okay? Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I will have that Vera Tucker jersey on. Best believe he's going to come back this year and dominate. All right, I'm short on time. If I wasn't short on time, I'd let y'all know all about it, okay? But just know, fight on. That's what we do over here at SC. All right, so come on over. You know, come on under that bridge and troll me because I'm going to troll you right back. All right? As always, I'm on YouTube as well. Okay, come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, type that in. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Hit me in the comments as well. If you want to troll me, I'll troll you right back. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. Even though they're trying to shut your boy off, I'm not stopping the hugs. They will always remain free, all right? So no matter what anyone tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for watching. Thank everybody for interacting with your boy any way that you have okay without you folks i'm absolutely nothing thank you for taking the times out of your day to interact with your boy in all the ways that you do all right so until the next show you folks have a good one peace lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.